Hello, welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught, a podcast where we talk about REM. These days, anyway. <laughs> Smooth. Thank you, I appreciate that. Who are um, you, anyway? I wasn't trying that hard, really, honest. I'm Lynn, and you? Who are you? I am Ali. Cool. So having identified ourselves, let's talk about the song. Yes, the song is These Days, it's the second track on Life's Rich Pageant. So that's great, and it is pretty great. It's thrashy. It's genuinely thrashy. I really like how it's kind of like, it's as if, if if this album was a relay race. It's it's like <laughs> the first song has come like tearing out of the blocks, and the second the second runner is like, oh, you think that's fast? Wait till you see this. Off I go. Ah! It's it's definitely the most headbanging song. Like I found myself even more than begin the begin. Actually, much more than begin the begin. Foot tapping and and like kind of head moving along to it. Yeah, I almost imagined this song as like a boxer doing that kind of like pre-fight, like hopping around the ring. Like it's really sort of spoiling for a fight and bouncing around and kind of like ah, I'm coming at you. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen them play this live. Oh my goodness, yes. I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't know. I know there's a lot of live RM recordings. I don't know whether there's mm. any renditions of these days that are about. But um, yeah, I I know nothing about their set list and what became like regular fixtures and what. No, especially from this kind of stage in their career, because mm. I've listened to a few of their live stuff, mostly from the live of the BBC collection, uh, which does have a performance from I think '86. Um, but most of the stuff I listen to is like there. There's a few gigs from the 90s where there's like wide releases of them. Mainly the, I think it's the 96 tour where, actually from Milton Keynes. Mm. From our uh, our hometown. Indeed, that I still live in, sort of. <laughs> uh, so from there I know from Glastonbury uh, later in the 90s. I can't remember which year it is. I want to say it was 98 or 99, but I might be, that may be wrong. Gotcha. So those two I've listened to a fair bit, but and now... If someone notices that these days is on one of those, I'm, I'd like to apologise. <laughs> from from the dregs of my memory, I think, apart from possibly the one I love, and maybe it's the end of the world as we know it, most of the stuff is from the 90s albums. Yeah, I mean, it seems it seems in terms of like them becoming like a cool college rock alternative hip mm. band to being just this massive phenomenon that everyone had heard of. I, I kind of imagine that... I don't know. I don't know to what extent... like what you perceive as your popular songs as a band determine what you pick. Like, I imagine mm. there's some kind of, like, more bloody-minded bands who are just like, I'm just going to play the stuff that I feel like, regardless of which <laughs> ones I happen to know get played on the radio all the time. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know at what point, like, you get yelled at by uh, <laughs> by your manager. Yeah, I think it might, it might also depend on your career. Like, I, mm. I feel like R.E.M. probably had enough hits that... You could mix it up quite a bit, whilst uh, I guess there's some bands that had like one or two hits. And you have to play those, otherwise, yeah. Exactly. I think my sister said she went to go and see Wheatus. Oh, okay. A couple of years back. <laughs> I think actually, actually, actually in Wolverton. They played Wolverton. They played Wolverton, yeah. And of course, everyone just was there to hear Teenage Dirtbag, which they, which they did play, but they played it last. Yeah, because you don't want anyone just being like, oh, well, they've done that one, I can be off. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. That's like a twenty-year-old song at this point, isn't it? Oh my goodness! Probably. Like, I want to say that's what, what, like two thousand and one, two thousand and two, or something like that. Yes. Oh, Glass. Okay, the Glass performance was ninety-nine. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm just looking 
out there. Milton King's bowl performance is 95, apparently, according to the BBC thing. I thought it was 96, but I might be wrong. Gotcha. So any any songs from the 80s, 90s, 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 90s. Well, Pop Song 89 is on there, which is from, is it from Green? I think it is, So I guess yeah. technically the 80s. Yeah. Uh, although, right end. Finest Work Song's on there, which is from Document. Uh, Fall On Me's on there from this album. Ah, uh, I was going to say, because I feel like Document is kind of a album where you start to get hits from. Yes. But it's a 25-track set, mm. and I think that's four, and then Fall On Me is the earliest. Gotcha. And then by the time they got to 99, uh, at Glastonbury, Finest Work Song, Koi Hoga, and it's the end of the ones who know it. Again, 21 tracks. Oh, they played Cuyahoga. Cool. Yes. Oh, can't can't get ahead talking about Cuyahoga because I just talked about Cuyahoga. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that song so much. That's why I just talk about it all the time. The vitriol, just trying to contain it. The, the vitriol, Arr, ah! anger. <laughs> um. Anyway, these days, would you say it's a vitriolic song? Uh, well, they say it's a vitriolic song. I, I don't think so. I think... I don't know. I think it's got no, a lot I think it of feels energy. More, yeah, I think... For, for a song that's so thrashy, it doesn't actually sound that angry. No, no, no. Um, I think it's it's thrashy without... I was going to say it kind of sounds punk, but it doesn't really sound punk. It doesn't really quite sound angry enough to be punk. It's it's a, more like a determination to do something. Yeah. Like, um, yes, absolutely. It's certainly aggressive. I'd say it's aggressive without being particularly angry. Yeah. Yes. I mean, talking about the lyrics. Um, the, so, uh, is it... Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, when I'm not feeding off you, I'll rearrange your scales if I can. And I can. Like, if I'm not doing, like, one thing to exploit you or mess with you, feeding off you, I will just, like rearrange you i'll mess with you anyway if i can oh and by the way i can do that yeah uh, i'll rearrange your scales does sound like a very sort of odd oblique threat it does yeah it is quite an oblique threat you're like do i have any i've got a couple of patches of dry skin does that is that what they're talking about <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. but i don't think it is so yeah young despite the years old despite the times didn't really know what that means i, I think it's a, it feels political, but in a way that is, as you said, more obtuse mm. than Begin to Begin, which seems, at least certainly by R.E.M. standards, more straightforwardly political. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not sure what the subtext of, of this one is, but it... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's sort of like an optimism, but a kind of a recognition that stuff isn't great. Like... They're using words like despite. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got, like, we are hope despite the time. So it's it's kind of like thing, things are bleak, but there's there's still some room for it. Oh, that line is hope. Yes, Sorry. yeah. it's Not old. I heard old despite the oh, times. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but hope actually makes a bit more sense. Yeah, I mean, I can see how you'd, how you'd have, like, we're young despite the years. Mm. We're, like, old despite the times kind of like yeah. being a... A kind of like a nice little reversal, but I the transcription I have in front of me is we are hope despite the times. You also got happy throngs, take this joy wherever, wherever. Yeah, th- this just sounds increasingly less like angry and more like we're just going to do it. Yeah, like we're going to persist in an optimism or a or a uh, what is the word proactive mm. kind of thing, regardless of the. Uh, 
circumstances. The day-to-day, yeah, regardless of circumstances. Yeah, it definitely feels like a song with a certain amount of contemporary rev- uh, uh, hmm. resonance. Makes me want to go and listen to some idols. <laughs> but just because of Joy, of Joy is an Act of Rebellion <laughs> as a title ties into this song quite well. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, that's that's not something I've heard of. What's what's that? Uh, the band Idols, ah. I-D-L-E-S. Ah, okay. Uh, and one of their albums is called Joy is an Act of Rebellion, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I will have to check that out. Um, television is particularly good as a track, in my opinion. Mm. But, yeah, Television, the great. band, are also good, but a few years before... Oh, no, I'm, quite, not, very, I'm not really familiar with television Quite a band. few years before R.E.M., they're sort of like mid-70s. Um, but, yeah... Marky Moon, it's a good album. Cool. Uh, I feel like the 70s is a decade that I'm not that familiar with a lot of music from, to be honest. No, uh, me... Apart from Springsteen. <laughs> music that's not Springsteen from the 70s. Yeah, me me neither. I tend to think of like the 80s as being, yeah, a decade that I there's more stuff that I'm into. Yeah, like a little bit of Bowie and stuff, uh, a little bit of like John Prine. Yeah. But that's really about it. I guess. So, there you go. I'm just uncultured. Oh, well, I don't know it's necessarily to do with uncultured, because I like Led Zepp, and they are the opposite of cultured. <laughs> I thought that was status quo. Uh, well, they're even, arguably even less so. <laughs> Zeppelin, they have good riffs. Just don't think too hard about the lyrics most of the time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think apart from, like, Immigrant Song... I'm not really very familiar with a lot of Led Zeppelin, but I feel like they're probably the kind of band that I've heard more than I think I have. Yeah, like you will have done. They've got a lot of, lot of famous songs. But then again, if you're only going to be familiar with one Led Zeppelin song, Immigrant Song is a pretty good choice. Like you're saying, catch your riffs. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, Michael Stipe does some fun kind of screamy stuff on the bridge to this song. It's kind of it's quite low down in the mi- in the mix, but like yeah, I only really realised that literally the last time I listened to it before doing this. It's like almost growly. Yeah, like he's kind of shrieking away. Uh, yeah, maybe Michael Stipe is a stealth goth. Who knows? I I absolutely would believe that Michael Stipe is a stealth goth. He's got he's got goth vibes. Yeah. But subtly. But subtly. He's like a... I see it's not a pastel goth. <laughs> like, what's the other one? Like, bright, like a sort of neon... It's like sort of neon, like cyber gothy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Is Michael Stipe's secret cyber goth? <laughs> a survey says maybe. <laughs> Listeners, write in. <laughs> Fan art of cyber goth Michael Stipe. Yes. Greatly appreciate Yes, we would definitely appreciate some of that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, right, anything else to say about the song, Ali? Uh, no, other than it's really good and I really like it and I like that there's two really upbeat, punchy songs at the beginning of the album. It's almost as if someone said to them, you know how the last album you kind of did that really weird, windy, kind of odd song to begin with and then you just kind of had that next one which, which was quite pleasant but just sort of there? Don't do that. You need to come out swinging <laughs> with the next one. He got kick it. Yeah, it's almost shocking when you get to the end of the first song, which is already just quite rocking upbeat, and then you're like, oh, yeah, here's one that's faster. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, right. We will be falling on our swords on me to next time. Not if I can help it. That sounds dangerous. This, yeah. This, uh, 
you're much better at segways than I am. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for listening and take care and come back next time, please. Yes, be careful with your swords if you have any. Yeah, careful with swords. That's some life advice I'm happy to give. Yeah. L- Bye. Bye. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On. GDGCpodcast at gmail.com. It's not a competition. It's just stupid.